Hi, hello, welcome to Spirit Led Women. I'm your host, Katie Coverline, and I hope after today's episode, you are so freaking inspired, girl, and on fire to go build your business and your life with the Holy Spirit as the foundation. Let's dive right in. Hi, loves. Today's going to be very quick, and I know you get so much self development, and you've probably already had your Bible time. And today, I just want to share a beautiful story from the Old Testament. Sometimes I think these stories, um, we skip over them or we don't even know about them. And when I was asking the Lord, y'all ever open your Bible and you're like, Jesus, speak to me. Please tell me I'm not the only crazy one. And I um, ended up in Kings too. okay? And I've heard this story from pastors, but reading it, I literally like, I remember my kids weren't awake. It was like seven in the morning and I was like weeping in this story. I mean, I'm an empath. So if you're an empath and like you're reading the Bible, like it just hits you and Today, I'm just going to read you um, a five-minute Bible story. So whether you are putting your makeup on or taking care of your kids, doing dishes, I don't, I don't know what you're doing, but I know that this story is going to impact you today. And I'm in the She Reads Truth Bible, Christian Standard Version. And this is in two Kings, okay? Kings is such a great place to read. It's such a beautiful story about, you know, serving two masters and how these people would serve the wrong things and if their hearts were not after God their empires would crash that's not the theme of today's story but it's going to be from Elisha and um, I'm just going to read it to you because it's so so beautiful so please just soak in every single word I say okay so we're going to start in king two kings chapter four And this is called The Widow's Oil Multiplied, okay? The story takes a wild turn, and it's beautiful, okay? So the first part is about oil, and the second part is about when the Spirit of God is on you and what happens, okay? So here we are in chapter 4. I'm going to read it to you. One of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elijah, Your servant, my husband, has died. You know that your servant feared the Lord. Now the creditor is coming to take my two children as his slaves. So this poor woman, okay, her husband died and she feared that the the collector, the debt collector, whatever that was, the creditor, he was going to come take her two children as slaves. Can you imagine that feeling? Okay. It says, Elijah asked her, what can I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? She said, your servant has nothing in the house except a jar of oil. So we're going to talk about what God can do with such a little bit, just a little bit of faith, okay? Then he said, go out and borrow the empty containers from all your neighbors. Do not just get a few. Can you imagine when you know you just have, can you imagine this prophet coming in your house? Okay. You only have a little bit of olive oil. That's all you got. You don't have, you don't have your little pantry stuffed with cereal and milk. All you have is a little bit of oil. And this prophet comes in your house and tells you to go to your neighbors and get all of the glass jars you can. Would you not think he's a little crazy? Okay. Then he said, go out and borrow empty containers from all the neighbors. Do not just get a few. Then go in and shut the door behind you and your sons and pour oil into all these containers. Set the full ones to the side. So she left. She obeyed. I think that was the first part of the story is her obedience. 
And it says, after she had shut the door behind her and her sons, they kept bringing her containers and she kept pouring. When they were full, she said to her son, bring me another container. But he replied, there aren't any more. Then the oil stopped. She went and told the man of God and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt and your sons can live on the rest. You guys, this story is so beautiful because this woman acted out of faith and obedience. She feared the Lord. And even though her husband was, you know, dead and she feared her son, like she was going to lose her children, right? She called to the prophet Elijah and and God overflowed. He performed a miracle. And this is such a beautiful story of obedience is it literally says, go sell the oil and pay your debt and your sons can live on the rest. Okay. That was such a great story to start Kings to, but wait, because the second one is what made me weep and it's a little bit longer. So just roll with me. Okay. So this is called the Shunanite woman's hospitality. One day, Elijah went to Shunum. Please forgive me when I say these words. A prominent woman who lived there persuaded him to eat some food. So whenever he passed by, he stopped there to eat. Then she said to her husband, I know that the one who often passes by here is a holy man of God. So let's make a small walked in upper room and put a bed, a table, a chair and a lamp there for him. Whenever he comes, he can stay here. Okay, so the the Shonanite woman had great hospitality towards Elijah. Okay, and Elijah, remember, was the man who was the prophet who made, had the spirit of God over him and he... um had this woman, right? Okay. Just don't get lost with me. We're going to keep rolling. One day he came there and stopped at the upstairs room to lie down. He ordered his attendant. We're just going to say G. He ordered his attendant G call the Shunanite woman. So he called her and she stood before him. Then he said to G say to her, look, you've gone to all this trouble for us. What can we do for you? Can we speak on your behalf to the king, to the commander or of the army? She answered, I am living among my own people. So he asked, then what should be done for her? G answered, well, she has no son and her husband is old. This is where the story gets good. Call her, Elijah said. So G called her and she stood in the doorway. Okay, remember Elijah is a man of God, okay? Elijah said, at this time next year, you will have a son in your arms. Then she said, no, my Lord, man of God, do not lie to your servant. Okay, the woman conceived and gave birth to a son at the same time the following year as Elijah promised her. It gets better, sister, okay? We're gonna take a wild turn, but it's gonna be so redemptive. The child grew And remember, the Bible like paraphrases like years and years into a paragraph. The child grew and one day went out to his father and the harvesters. Suddenly, he complained to his father, my head, my head. His father told his servant, carry him to his mother. So he picked him up and took him to his mother. The child sat on her lap until noon and then died. She went up and laid him on the bed of the on the bed of the man of God shut him up, shut him in and left. So she laid her son down to die. And what was, remember, she set up a little upper room and had a bed for Elijah for when he passed through. Because remember, Elijah was the one that prophesied, you're going to have a son. 
So we're in a situation where her son that was promised to her by a man of God just died. She summoned her husband and said, please send me one of the servants and one of the donkeys so I can hurry to the man of God and come back again. But he said, why go to him today? It's not a new moon or Sabbath. She replied, it's all right. Then she saddled the donkey and said to her servant, go fast. Don't slow the pace for me unless I tell you. This woman, she knew prophet Elijah could do something. So she came to the man of God at Mount Carmel. When the man of God saw her at a distance, he said to his attendant, gee, look, there's the Shunanite woman. Run out to meet her and ask, are you all right? Is your husband all right? Is your son all right? And she answered, it's all right. When she came up to the man of God at the mountain, she clung to his feet. Just picture this, you guys. Picture the pain. G came to push her away, but the man of God said, leave her alone. She is in severe anguish and the Lord has hidden it from me. He hasn't told me. Then she said, did I ask my Lord for a son? Didn't I say, don't lie to me? So Elijah said to G, tuck your mantle under your belt, take my stuff with you and go. If you meet anyone, don't stop to greet him. And if a man greets you, don't answer him. Then place my staff on the boy's face. The boy's mother said to Elijah, as the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So she, so he got up and followed her. G went ahead of them and placed the staff on the boy's face, but there was no sound or sign of life. So he went back to meet Elijah and told him the boy didn't wake up. Whew. When Elijah got to the house, he discovered the boy lying dead on his bed. So he went in, closed the door behind the two of them, and prayed to the Lord. Then he went up to lay on the boy. He put mouth to mouth, eye to eye, hand to hand. While he bent down over him, the boy's flesh became warm. Elijah got up, went into the house, paced back and forth. Then he went up and bent down over him again. The boy sneezed seven times and opened his eyes. Hold on, we're going to pause because the number seven, something about in Kings and the number seven of completion and restoration, you guys, the number seven has so much significance to Jesus. The boy sneezed seven times and opened his eyes. Elijah called G and said, call the Shunanite woman. He called her and she came. Then Elijah said, pick up your son. She came fell at his feet and bowed to the ground. She picked up her son and left. What a beautiful story of one. God is always at work. He multiplied the oil, right? For the woman, she was able to live free. And then we go on to read about the Shunanite woman and how the Lord used Elijah to prophesy that she was going to have that son. And then this woman got to see the power of God bring her son back to life. And I really, really encourage you to dive into two Kings, okay? Chapter four and five. And that number seven, if you go read the next story, it's called Naaman's Disease Healed. And I'm telling you, if you read this, I'm not going to read it because it would take me another 10 minutes, but it's another story in the number seven where this man had a very sick disease. And Eliza was like, yo, Elijah said, go wash seven times in the Jordan and your skin will be clean. And this man was 
so confused, like, um, okay, you're a prophet of God. Why can't you just do it by touching me? Why can't you do it at the blink of an eye? God is so different in all of his healings, you guys. There is so many, there's such beautiful significance and God never does the same thing twice. And there is so much significance to the number seven. I love it. Um, so I hope you enjoyed today's Bible study. You grew in the word of God. You got to see his power and how beautiful, um, and how, how much of a redeemer he is. So I hope you have a beautiful day and thank you for diving into the Bible study with me today. Sis, I see you listening to the whole episode. Thank you so much. I hope you feel inspired and on fire to get the Lord in the center of your life and your marriage and your parenting and your finances and your business. Get him all up in there, girl. And if you wouldn't mind, honey, after you hop off here, give me a review. Let me know how the podcast is helping you grow your walk with Jesus. Till then, I'll see you next time. Love you guys.